When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. All right, hello and welcome. Welcome to Epic Real Estate Investing. This is the place where I show people how to escape the rat race using real estate. If you're just getting started and or you're looking for new and creative ways of making money in real estate, I've put together a free course just for you, including a checklist on how to find motivated sellers, property owners that are willing and able to sell you their property at a discount. So to access that free course, go to freerealestateinvestingcourse.com, freerealestateinvestingcourse.com, and uh, that will be yours. All right, you got a great show for you today, but before I get there, uh, just a couple announcements, March 17th and 18th. The Epic Wealth Experience and Bus Tour departs in one of the more powerful cash-flowing cities in the country, St. Louis, Missouri. There are a few, maybe just a couple at this point, uh, seats available. And if you'd like to join us, go to epicwealthexperience.com and reserve your seat March 17th and 18th. And if you can't make both days, if you wanted to just join us, uh, say, after work on Friday for Grub and Grow Rich, you can do that. That's uh, Saturday, or excuse me, um, Friday, March 17th at 5 p.m. in St. Louis as well, obviously the location that will be available upon request. And this is really just an, an event where there's an opportunity to meet the Epic and Cashflow Savvy team, as well as other like-minded investors in the area in person. And, you know, we just, we understand that investing for the first time can be full of new experiences and concerns. So bring your questions and bring your appetite. And we'll, it, it's a very relaxed atmosphere. It's going to include food and, and a workshop, maybe even a presentation or, or, or something like that, and plenty of time for open format questions and answers, as well as personal conversation with the team and myself. So you'll also get the opportunity to mix and mingle with other investors. All righty, so we won't, uh, we won't leave until all of your questions are answered and all of the food is gone. So if you want to come to both days, that's at epicwealthexperience.com. That gives you Grub and Grow Rich and the bus tour. If you want to just come to the Grub and Grow Rich event and eat, drink, be merry, and talk shop, that's at grubandgrowrich.com. All righty. So on the phone today, I'm joined by Epic Pro Academy member, successful real estate investor. I think he's had some decent amount of success even before he joined the academy and this past epic intensive I got to spend some time with him and get to know him a little better and I thought of him to be in just a, a totally awesome dude and an ideal guest for the show so I invited him on and and he's here waiting so please help me welcome to epic real estate investing Mr. Paul Thompson Paul welcome to the show thanks for having me Matt you bet alrighty so uh, Paul remind me what, what market are you in Little Rock Arkansas Central Arkansas okay Perfect. That's uh, really close to Memphis, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Two hours away. There you go. Super. I'm just familiar with that because uh, that's one of our markets. And Paul, what made you get involved in, in real estate investing? Uh, real estate investing for me when I first started was a way to um, help me um, invest in myself. I, for many years, thought about it, read all the books everybody talks about that get all inspired. And then 15 years later, I don't have any um, houses or investments. Mm. And I kept telling myself, I'm 
I'm a risk averse person. And uh, at some point I just finally decided that I'm, that was a lame excuse for being afraid of, of failing. Right. Right. Got it. Um, so yeah, I think that's a very similar story for people. Uh, who was, or is, would you say it was your biggest influence for real estate? Are you talking about when I first got started? Yeah. Um, I found a local, well, um, I found a local investor here in town when I first got started. You know, I, you know the, the the message is constantly, how do you um, get started? Well, you find a mentor. And I went prowling around on the internet, found somebody local about in a local market about an hour away. And I just emailed him and said, hey, I'm new to this. I want to help you out. Um, anything I can do to learn, to exchange for um, something. And he didn't take me up on the offer as far as actually helping um, helping him out, but he directed me to a bunch of, um, uh, air quote gurus that aren't really gurus. They're just o- old school guys. And so those, those guys were like, uh, John Schaub and Dykes Botterford and Pete Fortunato. Mm-hmm. And I go to their, their conferences pretty consistently and consume about everything. And about the only way you can learn their stuff is to go to a conference. They don't really sell courses too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pete Fortunato is a, um, has been a big source of, of strategy for me is he's very much into the creative strategies. Is that, is that why you mm-hmm. like Oh yeah. I mean, I, I like to be a transaction engineer and when I was exposed to him, you know, uh, as one, one person once described, you can do real estate investing in a lot of ways. And most of us are just playing uh, checkers and then people who are really experienced, they're playing chess and Pete Fortunato is three dimensional chess from Star Trek. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to put it. Um, so up to this, so how long, so it took you 15 years to finally take that first step and get involved from the time you first started talking about it. So how long have right. you been actively investing in real estate now? About 18 months. Okay. So it's relatively new. Mm-hmm. Got it. So yeah, I would say that you spent 15 years educating yourself because I was really under the impression that you had been in this business a lot longer than that. Is this your full-time business or is it a part-time thing for you? It's part time. I have a day job that I that I enjoy, um, and I do this on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the the point behind it for me is that I to give myself the freedom to not have to work if I don't want to, but I'm always going to work doing something. But it's just a way of constantly investing in myself, and I can control uh, more of my life, so I'm not dependent on just one stream of income. Mm-hmm. Sure. So in 18 months, how many deals have you been able to do? I think about 20 about 20. It's fantastic. Would you say you've developed an expertise up to this point or are you just kind of all kind of all over the place? Um, I, I do, um, owner financing, creative real estate kind of thing. I try not to do, um, bank loans anymore. If I can, um, uh, if I can all, all help it. Um, I'm still not an expert. Um, I'm, I'm an aspiring, um, expert, but, um, always striving to get to that level where I could, um, um, actually, help other people out, but I, um, I, I always kind of practice that, but I'm not, you know, an expert yet. Right. Right. No, I don't, I don't know if any of us ever really become experts. There's so much to learn in this business and, you know, mm-hmm. every transaction is a, a lesson of itself. So 20 deals in, in, in 18 months, I think that's, that's a really good pace for, for when you're just getting started. Um, what would you say was the big difference between, you know, what you're doing now and then the 15 years where you, you sat around and thought about it? Um, I decided that action is what it, um, takes and uh, the experience that I had, um, in, in the, in the work life, um, was, was rewarding, 
but it never really felt like I was in, truly investing in, in myself. And it just hit me one day. I was like, what are you doing? You know, um, mm. you know, do it, you know, you know, <laughs> and I just decided that I'm going to do it. And I was determined uh, and probably didn't even make the best decision on the uh, first investment. But uh, one way or the other, I was going to buy, buy a real estate investment so I could just get past that threshold and then learn the rest of the way. Right. You know, that, that's exactly how it hit me, too. One day I just kind of woke up and was like, wow, nobody's going to do it for me. I guess I better do something. Right. So today, and with your business right now, after, uh, you know, you've got the, the almost two years in, what would you say is your number one strategy for finding your deals? Uh, I would say networking. I do all the traditional direct mail and Craigslist and Zillow uh, techniques, but I, I still have found, even being relatively new in the business, that the the best deals and um you know, in the real estate, you know, as, as an agent, they refer to it as pocket listings. Mm -hmm. um, it's those pocket deals that are are the sweetest, the ones that you have to go look and searching for. You can still find good deals, but they they just don't they aren't they typically aren't aren't as sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I I really couldn't agree more because when I got started, I didn't even know people still open direct mail. I didn't even know that was even a thing, and that was like, gosh, what was that? 11, 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. So all I really had to go on was, was networking. And, you know, it's up to this point or to this day, it's still our number one source of leads are all the people that we've met over the years. But I certainly that's how I got started. Um, I'm really glad to hear you say that because I think it's the best way to go and generate deals and or find those deals, generate a business. But it's it can be a slow way too. Like it takes some patience, right? Oh, I totally agree. It, it, it's a long game and I, I'm not in a rush. I mean, you may think that's a, a lot of deals in a short amount of time, but I'm not in a rush. Um, and those came in fits and starts. I, I would go three or four months not getting any deals. And then I would have one deal where I bought six properties at once because some landlord was done with it. And so one of the best sources that I found is I became the after a few months of attending the landlord association, someone decided I should be the president of it, which I don't even think I was probably qualified, but the fact that I had a pulse, I think made me qualified. Um, and, and because the, the, the pay is free. So right. <laughs> um, it, it, it takes a, a, a giving soul to, 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 to do so. Um, and I just do it as a networking opportunity and it's a way for me to uh, do public speaking and to um, just kind of practice the craft of being a, a landlord and then by virtue of being an investor. And I've made the best friends that I've had in the business by doing the RIAs in the, the Landlord Association. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. So um, networking is how you're finding your deals, finding most of your deals and the sweet ones for sure. Uh, what is what is your favorite exit strategy right now? Uh, I have been um, practicing or dealing with um, land contracts, selling and owner financing. Mm -hmm. I've done a few rent-to-owns. Um, and those are kind of take a while to kind of uh, process and actually I've had the, the tenant buyers actually execute on the, on the, the big bite of the apple at the end or the, or the, the, the end of it. Uh, but the owner financing I've been doing lately selling on purchaser contracts or contract for deeds or whatever it's called in your area. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just really like that because you get almost all the benefits of ownership without any of the, or as many of the responsibilities of, um, being a traditional landlord. Right, right. You know, when we, at the uh, intensive in, in January, we were talking, and, and one of the challenges that you were having, because you had a bunch of deals under contract, 
or had a bunch of deals under ownership and mm -hmm. it was locating your resident owner buyers. Um, yep. How has that shifted for you? It's shifted quite a bit. Um, I adjusted the marketing quite a bit. And uh, once again, um, networking typically finds those those deals better than, or those buyers better than anything else you do. I actually know people locally here that sell on land contracts and they never advertise whatsoever. They buy a house and as they're rehabbing it, they have people lined up because they have the network. Um, and so for, for me, I, I just do Zillow and Craigslist and the, the signs in the, in, in the yard. And then I just got better at processing the, the calls coming in because it, you will get absolutely overwhelmed with the calls. So my wife has stepped up and, and helped do that. Um, I tried to get that to a VA um, too soon, I think. And it just, it, it, it's too, it was too complicated for the instruction set that I gave the, the VA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got it. What would you say up to this point is the, the single biggest lesson that you've learned in your business that is helping you get to where you are today? Um, I've recently um, taken on a, so the real estate stuff, I think I've picked up on that very quickly. I, I like the transaction engineering. I, I, it's, it's my muscle. But what I wasn't good at was learn, man, managing and running a business. And so lately I've picked up this idea of uh, called profit first. Um, accounting. And so it takes something like accounting, which is basically not something I'm very good at or care any, anything about and makes, turns it into a system that somebody even like me that doesn't really care about it can process it. And so that's been successful in managing my cash flow, so I could spend more time actually finding deals, doing the marketing and doing what I enjoy more. Got it. That, that's a book, isn't it? Yeah. By Mike McAlkowitz. It's one of his later books. It's, uh, I've recently discovered his books and I think the stuff he says is just gold. So I've kind of been on that lately. Oh, he's the, um, that was the toilet paper entrepreneur guy, right? Yeah. Yep. And the pumpkin plan. Yep. And his latest book is the surge, which I haven't read yet, but oh, I'm still processing the first series. three books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he's just a regular chicken soup for the soul guy. <laughs> yep. But, uh, that book, uh, profit first has been recommended to me several times and I have not picked it up yet. And maybe, you're the one that's going to push me over the edge. I'll check that out. Maybe so. Um, so, you know, we're talking about also, I think, in the intensive, we're talking about shifting markets and stuff. And what are you noticing in the market and how is it changing the way you're doing business? Um, the marketing, I don't have just tons of, you know, personal experience. Uh, you know, I've only been doing it for 18 months. But even in the short while I've been doing it, um, all the traditional marketing techniques aren't working as well. They still work. Bandit signs still work. Direct mail still works, just not as well. And so you have to find a way to differentiate yourself. Online advertising, which I'm still not, certainly not masterful at, um, is starting to really take off. And um, you have to kind of look at things just with a different perspective, I think, mm -hmm. and recognize that um, buying things the old way don't work as well and that you have to be open to it to adapt. I think that adaptation on, on the um, buying side is offering some value added service other than here's a cash offer. Mm -hmm. So we do the three letter option intent and we make this consultative approach and we try and separate ourselves from the, our local competition by that touch because I want it to be the easiest, most friendly experience that any given, uh, seller, motivated seller might be going through mm -hmm. so such that they have that trust. And so I think that's one of the things that I, what does separate me is I put forth, I'm, I'm trustworthy. The name of our business is WinCore because the core of our business is 
that we want the deal to be a win-win or it's no deal. Mm -hmm. And so you, you, when you go into that, the presentation like that, that I, I'm here to help you solve your problem and I really care about you, not just the deal, that is what is the best way to adapt to that congested market that is uh, motivated sellers have a lot more options now. So I, I have to make my option sweeter. Right, right. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, what are some of the adjustments that you were making online that has it taken off for you? Um, that have not taken off. <laughs> um, oh, you said, did I say I, that? I said that, ha I meant to say it, that has taken off. You said it was really taken off for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I would say it hasn't taken off because I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm, I'm still new, new enough at it. Oh, but, you said it has not taken off for you. Okay. Right, right. Um, what, but I think those techniques are that, you know, the, the pay-per-click and having that, um, serious social media experience and then creating like real genuine content online mm -hmm. and creating a conversation about you as a person, as a company and who you are, and then being very genuine and authentic about that. And then that creates this kind of long-term um, relationship. And so maybe in two years, um, you're more established in, in the, uh, online business space mm -hmm. and then that creates kind of credence when someone calls and they do the, the google search everybody i mean people like you're saying people aren't opening mail anymore like they used to mm -hmm. um, will it still work yes but the people who are going to adapt um uh, are to the business are going to be fig figuring out ways to get past people's e even email it, you have to be in in instagram and since some um, <laughs> Snapchat, you know, these kind of things. How, how can you use Snapchat, which is, you know, I think with public today, um, to advertise your um, motivated sellers? Mm -hmm. Whoever cracks that is is what's going to move the, the needle in their business. Right, right. Yeah. It's funny that you said that Snapchat just went public today, and I feel like everybody yeah. in the world knows exactly what it is, and I don't have a clue. So. <laughs> Uh, your your son will if if he gets a hold of it um you you you'll you'll get it um give it to him show it to him and then you'll figure it out all right yeah they showed some of it on this morning I was watching um the stock market stuff on the news and they were showing Snapchat and it was just people with funny noses on their head and they put their ears on yep. themselves and the freckles and this I was like what is this how is this popular how is this an IPO today but okay right that's a sign that's old Grandpa Terrio talking <laughs> finally getting that right. age. Um, so Paul, um, you know, what, what keeps you going when, when the going gets tough? You know, it's always back to those reasons. It's always back to your why. And for me, real estate is not really it. Real estate is just a really cool vehicle. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it's that I always want to personally grow and get better. And I always want to forever invest in myself. And if I'm not learning something new or I'm not doing something different that I've become good at before, then I personally get bored and it's not interesting to me. So for me, I just want to create that freedom of time and energy so that I can spend my time and energy around and with the people that I, that I respect and have interesting conversations and engaging conversations. That's why I like the mastermind kind of concept mm -hmm. of you're always pushing, you know, the level three, you know, the spend a third time below and even in a third, third time above you. And I'm just trying to push my network so that I'm have 
bigger people around me, more interesting people around me so that I am always growing personally. Mm -hmm. With that said, what about the future of your business has you the most excited? Um, for, for me is scaling because I've kind of figured out how to buy properties. I'm getting better at selling properties. Um, and I'm getting better at being a landlord and kind of managing that, but I haven't scaled that up to the point to where I have to hire full real time employees and scaling that up. And so that's what I've been spending my, my time lately on is how to create that, that business operating system such that I don't have to spend more of my time and it still be successful. That's that scale is, is, is my next step. Mm-hmm. Nice. Hey, if any listener wanted to reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to do that? Well, I'm on all those. Um, uh, my, my moniker almost everywhere is tool soup, T O O L S O U P. Um, and then you can go to my website at uh, wincore homes.com w i n c o r e homes.com fantastic well thank you paul thompson i was wondering what the uh the tool suit meant what's the what's the basis of that well back when gmail first came out even in the early 2000s it was hard to be uh, original um <laughs> so i thought this is how i'll be original and so anytime i was working on a project in the um garage or whatever and i would look through my my bag of tools and i would just kind of like um, sort through this pile of, of mess in there. I would just always feel like this is just a bunch of tool soup in here. And so, well, I guess I'll use that as my moniker. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Well, Paul, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll definitely do it again. And uh, can I expect to see you out in in May that you come back to the intensive? I'm looking forward to it. I sure am. Sweet. Great. Well, until then, all the best to you and yours, and I'll see you next time. I appreciate it. You bet, Paul. Take care. Alrighty, that's it for today. I'll see you next week on another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. God bless to your success. I'm Matt Terrio, living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.